This is Greg Collins, Substitute Teacher's Lounge. You know of all 170 episodes we've done of this podcast, I may be more guilty on this episode of anything we've ever talked about. So, am I laid back or am I a pushover? Let's talk about it. All right, man, oh man, let me tell you what. I made it through 2020, 2021, and half of 22 and never became COVID positive. Saw my friends and my family, most of them had to go through it, none of them too badly. And I feel for those of your family members that have had it a lot rougher, but Tuesday, I tested positive, so obviously that puts a big bummer on everything. I can't substitute teach. It's more of an inconvenience than anything. You can probably tell a little bit in my voice. I'm more tired and achy than anything, but it's an inconvenience. No substitute teaching, no volleyball. We had to cancel a trip to Hilton Head, but it's okay. We'll get through it, and it's something that we're all suffering with, so... Those of you that are in the middle of it, or it may come soon, or you've had it in the past, I hope that everybody got through it okay. This week is kind of a, it's not a two-part episode, but it's a follow-up of last week. And guess what? Last week's episode, the fine line between strict and jerk, it's our number one episode of the year if you look at listens in the first week. So that kind of surprised me a little bit. This week is a follow-up episode and it more applies to me. I have been told by a referee, in fact he said it in a front of a bunch of other referees. I joke around, I mentioned before I think referees like working with me. I usually stay friendly. I don't come across, you know, most of the referees I work with are more knowledgeable than me anyway. Sometimes I I get someone who I have to help train, but I I treat both of those types of people the same way. I'm, I'm friendly with them, so I think they enjoy working with me. With that in mind, one of the referees that I highly respect, that has taught me a lot, that has actually refereed in our state tournament in the state of Kentucky, well, he once introduced me to a group of referees, and I don't know how it came up, and he said, oh, Greg's the most laid-back person I've ever met. Now, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. I am very laid-back. I'll give you an example of a volleyball player that I know well. She sometimes gets accused of not taking the game seriously, but it's really because she's laid back. She doesn't let anything bother her. If she makes a mistake, she figures out a way to correct it and moves on. She, You can see it in her face. She doesn't let, it, it doesn't show if she's letting it bother her at all. She's pretty laid back. So how does that transfer over to substitute teaching? You know, I'm going to come to this conclusion immediately, and then we'll go into more detail. 
I'm not saying being laid back is the best way. That's just the way I am. I'm not going to say last week's episode, being strict is the worst way. I'm just not that way. So you've got to decide what philosophy you need to do your substitute teaching by. Now, you don't want it to reach the extreme. That's why strict versus jerk was such a popular episode last week. It's going to be kind of interesting. I knew I was going to do these two episodes back to back, and I tried to decide which one to do first. And I tried to do the strict versus jerk first because I thought that seemed to be the most negative of the two. And it's funny, and and people are just this way in general, myself included. We tend to migrate more towards negative connotation topics than we do positive connotation topics. So it will be interesting for me to see if this week's episode gets as many listens in its first week as last week's episode. But here we go. Now let's get the elephant in the room out of the way first. You know that students, as a general rule, you were like this when you were a student, are going to like substitute teachers that come in and don't make them do anything. They just are. They're kids. It's hard to slight them for that. If you have a boss, do you, and now there's exceptions to this, if you have a boss, do you enjoy the bosses more that push you as hard as they possibly can? Or do you enjoy the bosses that are laid back and just kind of sit back and let you do your thing? You know the answer to that question. So it's the same with the kids. They're going to enjoy the substitute teachers most, perhaps, that don't make them do anything. Now, that is not what we're talking about. That's the pushover status, okay? So we've got to decide whether we're going to be strict or more of a laid-back substitute teacher. And then within that laid-back version, how do we mold it in such a way that we're laid-back, but we're not a pushover? We still make sure the kids get their work done. That's what we're talking about. Now, we'll give you an example of one teacher that I noticed. This is a couple of years ago, and I can just barely remember which school it is, so I'm kind of glad that I don't remember, but I remember the situation. It just so happened I accepted a co-teacher role that that day. I was with some students that just needed a little extra attention, so instead of having a class to myself, I would take these same students around and co-teach within other classes. And I noticed one of the classes I went to When the students went in there, it was just a free-for-all. They were jumping all over the place, yelling at each other. Not mean, just kind of yelling across the room. The teacher let that go on for about five, maybe even ten minutes. It was kind of interesting to watch because I was thinking, you know, what is he going to do here? Is he just going to let them go on? And finally, he lifted his head up and screamed at them to settle down. Now, that's a little bit little bit of both. Too laid back in the beginning, 
too strict in the end. I mean, why did he let it get to that point anyway? I've had another teacher who I taught their class, and they. It, 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 the next time I was back there, she told me, she said, you know, the kids really like you. Sometimes that makes me concerned because it may be a teacher that they like just because they don't make them do anything, but they got all their assignments done. And now I'm at the top of that, close to the top of that teacher's list. She calls me quite often to substitute teach. That's when you know that you've accomplished what you want it to accomplish. Now, let's analyze a little bit what it means to be laid back. I wasn't always like this. My boys who are now in their 30s, when I used to coach them in basketball, when they were, I guess, seven or eight, man, in a in a YMCA program, I did some idiotic things. I I let my anger show. I wasn't laid back at all. I guess I felt like the officials weren't calling it the way I did. I remember jumping on scoring tables. I remember yelling at the referee one time that was even one of my friends. Ironically, he also coached on occasion and had the same issues as I had. And it's it's kind of funny going through all that, all that process. Maybe the, I even remember asking my kids on the way home, does it bother you when I yell like that? And you I could tell it did. They did say that they understood that I wanted to take up for the team, didn't want them to get taken advantage of. And they understood, but yet I could still see that embarrassed look in their face. So I changed. I don't know what really made me change. I don't think I really had an anger issue, but, you know, I'll let other people decide that. If they just saw me in isolated moments, maybe they thought I did. So I decided to work on that. Me and this other referee saw each other later in years, and we both looked at each other. We just happened to run across each other in the YMCA. I don't know if we were exercising or or playing racquetball or whatever it was. And we both just decided to go up and watch a couple of the basketball games. Our kids were grown, but we wanted to see what was going on. And we saw the way some of the coaches behaved, and we looked at each other and said, man, that's how we used to act. Look how idiotic that looks. And I think that helped me. My first job as an umpire in baseball was voluntary. It just so happened that the city had decided to go to a fall baseball league in addition to the normal one, and they were asking for voluntary umpires. I liked it, and I realized how I had been mistreating the other umpires, so I became more laid back, and I feel I'm like that from till this day forward. Now, Here's what happens sometimes in the classroom. If you're too laid back, it's happened to me. I told you I was going to tell you I was some I was guilty of some things. I am a softy a lot when it comes to sob stories. I'm not smart enough to argue with the kid. You know, this has come up obviously more often in long-term roles than it has in just day-to-day roles, but you know, if, if a kid gets a bad grade on a test and, 
you know, they're upset about it. I tend to be a softie. I, I, I tend to be one of those that will give them a second chance. Now, I've also run across teachers that they like their students to get maybe two or three chances at a test because they feel like every time they take it, it helps the learning process. And that's what we're in it for, right? To help them learn. We're not in it to just zap them and say, aha, I got you. You got an F on this test. We're there to help them improve. Maybe they didn't study as much as they should the first time. Yeah, that's right. But we still want them to learn. If we just cut them off at that point and don't push them to study and take the test again, well, then what have we accomplished? We have to hand out an F. They have to take home an F. They don't improve their learning at all. They just get dropped and we moved on, move on. So that's one of the reasons I would call that laid back. I wouldn't call that a pushover. I would call that laid back. You want the kids, you know, this is the honest truth. Kids will come up to you more often if you're laid back than if you're strict. They will come up to you more often when every time they answer a question, instead of saying, you should know the answer to that, we help them. It's true most of the time that they should know the answer to it. Maybe they were gone one day and we forgot about it. That's true, but they're asking for your help. So let's take a laid-back approach in that regard and teach them what is going to help them out in the long run. So if you're one of the laid-back people, here, here's the bottom line. Do not let it get to the point where you're a total pushover. I've done that on occasion, and I have run into students that will eventually take advantage now, you have to structure everything so that it hurts them a little bit, that they have to study just a little bit. Like I said, retaking a test, don't give them the same test. Give them a different test on the same material. We talked about that last week. So don't make it over easy on them or they will take advantage of your softiness. They will take advantage of you being too laid back. They'll take advantage of you being that pushover. If you just hand them the same test the second time, well, they're going to figure out a way to either talk to their friends and get those answers correct. You have to go through the effort of giving them a new test. So I prefer the laid back approach. I am not going to tell you not to be strict. I think the best combination is being strict when you need to be, laid back when you need to be, and don't go to the extreme of being either a jerk or a pushover. We've got to find a happy medium right, I guess that's median, isn't it? Right in the middle of those two so that we know that students are comfortable enough with us but yet they won't take advantage of us. Will students take advantage of you, even the good ones, every opportunity that you let them? Probably. I mean, I did. I don't know. Things haven't changed that much since I was a kid. They're kids. They're preteens. That's kind of what they do. I mean, if you're going to get 
better scores by pushing teachers' buttons in substitute teachers' buttons in certain ways? Are you telling me that you don't expect them to do it? They do. So find that combination of having some strictness, being able to do it in a laid-back way, and then you've got a great combination that those kids are going to be comfortable coming to you, but yet you know they're learning in the process.